The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline. I'm Nick Eatman here. It is Thursday, December the 7th. Moving right along here in this month of December. Final one of 2023. Cowboys still have five games to go. And uh, some tough ones coming up. Obviously, starts with the Eagles. We, we knew this coming in. That this was going to be a huge game. And uh, it's the last team to beat Dallas. And we'll see if the Cowboys can get a little revenge on them. It should be... Uh, a fun one Sunday night against the Eagles now, like we do before we kind of uh, turn it loose to, to you guys on uh, the calls and, and the texts. Uh, we, we go through some of the storylines, and it's hard to get a bigger storyline than your head coach in the hospital uh, for appendicitis on uh, Wednesday. That was kind of a surprise uh, news, obviously, uh, with Mike McCarthy. Uh, he should be doing fine, though. He did leave the hospital back home. Um, and, and, uh, you know, they've got some, they've got some experience on the coaching staff. Obviously it starts with Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn, uh, Brian Schottenheimer and, uh, John Fossil, the special teams coordinator, all three of them kind of helping with running, uh, practice duties. Uh, Dan Quinn met with the media yesterday. I, I believe Schottenheimer will talk to the media here in about an hour and a half or so. So they're all kind of pitching in and, and helping, uh, the plan, the plan is for McCarthy to be coaching the game. Even Dak Prescott said yesterday, he, he chatted with reporters a little bit uh, about it. And he said, I, I know Mike's going to be really pissed about it. Just mad because of a game like this. You, you know, you, you want to have all hands on deck. And and, and he, he's expecting – that was the plan yesterday, that, that McCarthy would be ready to coach on Sunday – uh, I think everyone's kind of like, we'll see what happens, and we'll see what that looks like. Uh, I'm, I, again, I have not heard anything that changes that. Uh, if he's on the sideline, that would be great. If if not, maybe maybe it's a switch. Maybe Dan Quinn, who's up in the booth, is on the sideline, and, and Mike is, is upstairs. Don't know. Don't know what's going to happen. We'll see uh, on how uh, he's doing, but hopefully uh, Coach McCarthy is, is doing better and feeling better, and uh, everything would, would be uh, as about as normal as you can be heading into this game. So that's the big storyline, I think, for, for today. Um, obviously, there's a whole lot more going on with you know Cowboys, Eagles, and just everything that, that this means for the playoff picture. So let's get it started. We'll start with the, with the phone calls. We've got um, Shelby in Virginia as our first caller. Shelby, what's up? Hey, Nick. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I've got a quick question for you. I'm... If, if I told you right now you're going to be on the road and you're in the NFC Championship and you're going to win, would you rather that be against the Eagles in Philly or in San Francisco, uh, especially considering you're the one that's going to be mo- most likely doing the documentary that covers it? Uh, so I'll just hang up and listen. Thank that's, you. That, thank you. That's going to be the best question of the day. Like That right there is the best question we'll get. Today, at least, at least that's where it starts. That's where it starts. He's the first caller. That's what you do. That's a leadoff home run right off the bat. Great question. Thank you, Shelby, um, for that question. All right. You know, here's somebody that's never been to an NFC Championship game um, ever. So, um, you know, I I would play the game in Wichita Falls. Honestly, I, I think that would be kind of fun too. That, that's pretty full circle for me. Um, but. At Philly or at San Francisco, if you have to win it on the road in someone else's house, 
You know what? I want everyone to call to answer that question right there because that that's a tough one. Because as soon as you think you've got the answer, um, then you're like, I don't know. I'm leaning towards Philly. Then again, do you want stuff thrown at you? I, I don't know. 49ers, from a historical standpoint, is pretty cool, too. I'm going to let that one kind of go throughout the day here. Um, that's that's a pretty good pretty good question. Would you rather the Cowboys win the NFC crown to go to the Super Bowl at San Francisco or at Philly? Uh, and, and, and that's the question. Those are the two options. Obviously, you'd love to do it at home if you can, and, and these, these fans have waited so long to get a chance to do that and see that. Certainly, that would be great. But if you can't do that, and it doesn't look like that's going to be the easiest route, um, that's that's a good one, man. I, I'm gonna I lean towards Philly, but I don't know. That's a good question. All right, we got a text message question here. Uh, Carl in Nashville, random question. That's about as random as it gets. But he's got he's got a random one. Did you did you or the team ever talk with Dave Spadaro after the infamous star incident? I think that was the last overboard rivalry moment between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Uh, yes. Yes, that conversation has been had. Uh, Dave Spadaro, uh, he does uh, similar work that I would, you know, that I would do here. DallasCowboys.com. He does with PhiladelphiaEagles.com. He's been there a long time. Uh, he does a lot of stuff on air. He writes stories. I, I think he leads their team and 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 you know digital content and all that. Um, and yes, the first I think it was first year, second year they came down to Philly. Um, the first year of the stadium, new stadium, and uh, he did. They came in on Saturday. I think they had a practice on Saturday to check out the new place and get the you know players. Sometimes teams will do that, and he did a video on, and then he spit on the star uh, at the fifty yard line. Spit on the star. Um, thought that was cute and all that stuff. Um, that didn't go well. Obviously, uh, he apologized. He apologized to me and I believe Derek Eagleton. Um, at the game, you know, the next day or, or maybe later on that season. I'm not sure exactly how it went down, but yeah, it was it was definitely discussed. Uh he was apologetic about it and um you know, get you know, sometimes you get caught up in the rivalry. You get caught up in what you think your fans want to to, you know, see and hear and all that stuff and and, and go overboard a little bit. So yeah, that happened. He apologized and um he's still there, you know, and they, they do good work. They, the the Eagles website then and their digital team, social team, they they do some good work too. I mean, it's a rivalry obviously on the field, but when we look around and look at some numbers and stats and who what teams are doing good stuff, you know, we like to think we're up there because we are, but they're up there as well. They do some really good stuff, and he's he's a part of that. But so that was that happened a long time ago, and and it hasn't been forgotten. But you know, yeah, yeah, kind of move on. All right, Brian in Kansas City is our next caller. Brian, what's up? Good morning, Nick. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Hey, I bought a new smart TV yesterday, and it came with the only football app on there was the Dallas, the Blue Star of the Dallas Cowboys. Let's go. All I'm right. I'm telling you. I'm t- I love it. I love it. I yeah. didn't know I didn't know about it until I got the new TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's awesome. So that that does that now you do watch on the on the app now? Is that where I mean you you're going to watch on TV? Yeah, so it's a smart TV, yep. so it's just like the YouTube app, but it's only your content. Right. It's so, yep. you know, you don't have to I don't have to flip through and find anything. Whatever current show is being aired yep. is right, right in front. There. 
Yep, that's uh, yeah. You can download the Cowboys app, watch it on your on your smart TV. It's probably the easiest way to go in and on, on everything. Yeah, here we go. We, we love to do that. We there you go, Chris. We love to do that to also too on game day, and we we'd love to for you to check out all the action. We got post game, pre game. All that, you know, we got a pregame show. We got like three postgame shows. I, I still can't keep up with what we do on the postgame. So, so a lot of Cowboys content uh, throughout the day, not, not just Monday through Friday, but definitely on game day as well. I'm going to love that being up here because I can't see Cowboys pregame in Kansas City. So no. I'm going to just love that. Uh, the pregame show's got Kyle Yeomans hosts it. We've got Nate Newton, Barry Church, Isaiah Stanback. Uh, they they throw it to me on the field. we got Stephen Jones interview before the game. A lot of, lot of good stuff there in the, in, in the pregame show. So nice. definitely check that out if you haven't so far. Um, what do you got? What do you got on your mind? Well, so, you know, I give you what, what I think my matchup to watch this, this week is, and then maybe I'd like to hear yours. Yeah. And then I had an old-time moment. Okay. Not, not a player, just an old-time moment. moment. So, my, I think the offensive line is playing just, just head, head and shoulders mm-hmm. above where they were a month and a half ago. I think the running game is going to be just different this time. I know the you know the Eagles have a good defensive line, but that's the matchup I want to see. Yeah. So I was hoping to get your opinion on what matchup you're really looking forward to, and then my old time uh, play. It's really just one play. I just happened to catch it on YouTube the other day, and it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see because it looks it, it it looks like a comic, but it's uh, Larry Allen in that play where he chases down the Saints linebacker from behind. Right. I just love that play. I mean, because you just can't, you look at how big he is. Yeah. And he's passing these other people on the field. Yeah. It's, it's it just looks comical, man. It's just unbelievable guy like that. Anyway, yeah. I'll hang up and listen to your answer, brother. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. The matchup to watch, I think you hit it. I mean, that's it. That's it for me is the old offensive line. Because think about how they play. They went three games stretch there before the Seattle game. Three games in a row where they didn't give up a sack. The, the, the last game they had given up a sack was five to the Eagles. And they actually lost the game because they gave up a sack. An 11-yard sack right there when they're trying to score and win the game. That was the difference maker in the whole game was that sack. Um, that, that pushed them back to like the 20-yard line. From the 11 to the 21 the full start penalty was big, but I still think you could score from the 11, uh, you know, with a first and goal at the, you know, at the 11 yard line. But you get back to the 21, 22, that changes everything. And so that, that was the key. So now how do the Cowboys handle that, handle that kind of pressure? They, they've, been, they've been doing fine against Washington and, and, and Carolina, the Giants, you know, they didn't give up any sacks. But Seattle, Seattle got gave four sacks, and the Eagles had five the last time they met. So that's going to be the key: is can they get balanced? Can they run the ball? Can they get out of those third and long situations? So that's going to be the key there. That that play of Larry Allen that you're talking about is one of the top plays, and and that I, you know, if I did a list of my favorite plays of all time, that's right up there. That's right up there, at least in the top ten. Um, you know. Monday night game against the Saints, you know, they wasn't 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 the greatest game, but but they that play right there just showed what kind of athletic ability he had. And I think the best part about it is the the guys in the booth. If they ABC, it was Dan Deerdorf, uh Frank Gifford, I think Al Michaels. And they were just going berserk. They couldn't believe. Dan Deardorff's a big old lineman himself. 
he couldn't believe that. They were raving about that. The, the guy that intercepted the pass never even got mentioned uh, because it was just all about Larry Allen. You know, the Saints had first and goal at the 10-yard line or something like that. No one cared because Larry Allen just made that play. So that that was that probably, you know, everyone's got a Hall of Famers have like their Hall of Fame moment. And he's got a lot of pancakes, but his best play was probably one where he had to run 40, 50 yards. So pretty awesome play there. Thanks for bringing that up. All right, let's go to Matt. He's in Raleigh, North Carolina. Matt. Hey, Nick. How are you? Hey, man. How are you doing? I can't complain. All right. Um, I got two questions for you. Um, okay. So, one, I'm hearing rumors, and I know you can't really sometimes talk about players on different teams, but I'm hearing rumors that the Cowboys might be interested in Anthony Barr um, from the Vikings. Obviously, he was with us last year. He's um, consistently being escalated from the practice squad um, to their to their starting lineup, and I believe they only have one more week left of that. Uh, but I believe Sports Illustrated wrote an article um, saying that there looks like there's some interest in the Cowboys potentially poaching. So just curious if you heard anything regarding I, that. I haven't. Think, I haven't. I haven't heard much about that. And let's be just be real careful with with some of those stories like that. Just rumor mill, you know, articles like that. Uh, you know, I I think that whole thing came from Brian Broadus. I think Brian was kind of throwing that out there on the radio. And if you look at that <laughs> article, that article says. Brian is the one kind of just mentioning it a little bit. Yeah, you know, Anthony Barr on the practice squad. And I'm not and Brian might know more about this, but that article was because Brian, he might be spitballing and throwing some stuff out there. That's what he does, you know, and that's what he should do. But I think I think that's kind of taken on a little of a of life of its own there. I'm not sure that there's a real serious uh part of the Cowboys trying to get Anthony Barr. I think there's a reason Anthony Barr is on their practice squad. It's because the Vikings are trying to get him on their team. That's that's what it looks like to me. You don't just sit on the practice squad when you're a, you know a ten year vet like that. Um, th- they have a plan for him. I think that's that's what it is. That's what I would think. I could be wrong, but I don't know. There's a lot to that. Gotcha. Thank okay. you. And then my second question, and I'll, and I'll hang up and listen. But um, obviously, going into the Eagles, um, Dallas is hot. We have one of the best records in the, in the NFL. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, people would say you know we're Super Bowl contenders, but. If we go in, if, if the Phillies come to Dallas and, and say we, we lose this game, does that, that, that change your, your, your viewpoint on this team? Do we go from Super Bowl contenders to Super Bowl pretenders and it's, it's last year all over again? Or do you, is, this, is this a game, like to me, in my opinion, this is a game where, we one, we have to win to win the, to even have a chance to division. But to me, this is more of a game that we have to win to tell ourselves that we, we are contenders. Um, so I just would love to hear your, your thoughts on that. I think that sounds good. You know, th- thanks for the call, uh, Matt. Appreciate that. And and there's a lot of people that kind of think that mentally, the Cowboys need to do this. They need to show themselves that they can win. And and I agree with that. I mean, you need to show it at some point. You know, at some point, you've got to show that you can win the game. Um, but I've seen basketball teams that trailed the whole game and hit a game-winning shot. At- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At the buzzer, and they never led, but they did win the game. You'll take that all day long as opposed to somebody that was winning, you know. So it doesn't really matter. The end result is there. But, but you know, from a mental standpoint, 
we all want to see it. That's what it is. The fans want to see that. They want to think that this season is different. And because it feels different. I heard that. I've heard that a hundred times. It just feels different. That just it just feels different this year. And I get it. But you want it to be different. That's what the key is. Don't matter what it feels, just be different. And so that's that's what this comes down to. But if they don't beat the Eagles, that does that mean they're not in the play? No, I mean it doesn't. Because what'll happen is this: if they don't beat the Eagles and they somehow they win that first playoff game and then they go, they have to, maybe they have to go play the Eagles again. You know what everyone's gonna say on this show? Whatever they're gonna throw, they're gonna point to the 07 Giants. Remember those seven Giants? Cowboys waxed them twice in the regular season. They get to the playoffs. They didn't win the game. The Giants went and won the Super Bowl. That game's going to be referenced. So you're going to spin it any way you want to spin it. If the Cowboys can win one of these games, they go to Miami. Everyone will feel better about that or they'll beat the Lions or whatever it is. you know. But but I think, yes, we all want to see this game and, and, and want the Cowboys to win this and would help from a mental uh, aspect. Um, but I don't know if it's must win, but I, I think it's, it's one that everybody just wants to see because we're tired of thinking this is different. They want it to be more than feeling different. They want it to be different. All right, let's go to our next caller. Ron is in Silver City, New Mexico. Ron, what's up? Hey, not much. Hey, Nick, Nick uh, glad to talk to you. Yeah. Hey, just let you know, I'm 66 years old. There's been three things constant in my life, which has been hunting, baseball, and the Dallas Cowboys. With that being said, there's some stuff that's happening with the Cowboys right now that I don't understand. Uh, first thing, we're playing a quality opponent. We win the flip. Why do we take the ball first? The game is won in the second half. We almost lost it because we didn't defer against the, the Seahawks. Second of all, we keep on doing these dumb mistakes at the end of the game. Uh, why not run the ball two times at the end zone? And if we don't make it, then they go 98 yards or whatever with what? I think they had one, possibly no timeouts. Right. No, they didn't have to do that. My next little gripe, Michael Gallup, I loved him. I think his rehab comeback is over. We have Brooks and we have, what's his name, Bennett from the Steelers. They are going to Michael Gallup's not getting no separation at all. Uh, and when he does, he drops the ball. Uh, I think Brooks and and help me out with that Pittsburgh Steelers. Martavis, Martavis Bryant. Um, Bryant, yeah. yeah yes. So What's going third, on with him? Third and eight. Third and eight, late in the game, driving down. You throw the ball. You wanted to throw it to Brooks, Tolbert, or Gallup? Third and eight. Either one of them, but not Gallup. Okay. Disagree, disagree on that. Oh, yeah. But that's okay. That, I mean, oh, okay. that's fine. Okay. No, no, that's, I don't. That's, I don't agree. Better. But that, that, but but I get your point. Like this is an off season. Talk. When you get to the off season, hey, all bets are off. Look at his money. Look at everything. Go. All right. Is this what we need to do? But right now, he's not causing a problem for me. He is. He's a wide receiver that has made plays. He's not a problem in the locker room. He doesn't care. I mean, not care. He's not. He's not making a big deal about not getting the ball. He knows it's going to come to him. Keep doing his thing. And I think he makes a play. I wouldn't worry about. I don't think. I don't think he's a progress stopper because he's taking reps from Jalen Tolbert or Jalen Brooks. I don't believe that. I. I think he's just. 
I mean, look at it. CD gets 17 targets a game. That's where the targets and the catches are going. Everybody wanted CD to get the ball. Everyone wants Cooks to get the ball. And now Ferguson. They're all getting the ball. And then whatever happens, what's left over for Gallup is fine. The money doesn't add up for that kind of role. But we'll worry about that in the offseason. I don't think you worry about it right now. I don't. I just don't have the problem with Michael Gallup right now because he's just been passed over. There's better options. But I, I, I still think... He can make a play for you uh, when you need him to. I I, I believe that. So. Let me ask one more quick yeah. question about Gallup because this isn't something you don't get to see on TV. Okay, yes, they're going through CD. You said eighteen. Uh, let's give him nineteen twenty. But uh, but Gallup is he open when they're not throwing them the ball? Um. I, I don't I mean there's I'm sure there there's times it's not it's not as much he does not have that kind of separation that like the other guys do you're you're right about that you're right about that I don't think the other guy I don't think he's taking snaps away from from better players though I really don't okay that's, that's what very I, fair that's but uh but that but hey it it's a it's a problem this guy you know for the production you're getting Ten million a year, or something like that. That's that's not that's not a great contract at all. It's a bad contract for the production that you're getting right now. And I think it's something that will needs to be addressed uh, next year for sure, or in the off season. All right. One more. Oh, one more question. Yeah. And it is about about Brooks and Bryant that I am. Okay. Uh, should should I be that excited, or are they just oh, just are they just other receivers? Um, Brooks, I mean, different, different. Oh, thanks for the call. Appreciate that. And I'm going to get to the, the part you said about winning the toss and all that. Um, and, but I, I mean, that's two different guys here. We're talking about a, a rookie, you know, seventh round pick that, that's still trying to figure out, you know, his way a little bit in Jalen Brooks and Martavis Bryant, you know, he, he's been out of football for five years. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if he'll ever, play uh this year he's doing some decent things on the practice squad it wouldn't surprise me if they elevate him you know they have some elevations so it wouldn't surprise me if they elevate him you know if the if one of the receivers maybe is banged up a little bit you want to get a little depth there you know you have some receivers to put up there so that i i wouldn't be surprised if he plays um but but you know jalen brooks he's you know he, he's pretty good i mean he he had a really good training camp Good pre, uh, better training camp than preseason. Got in the games, didn't do a, a ton, but he's you know he's getting some some work in there, and I, I think he's getting better and better. I'd like to see his progress next year. See what happens a full year in the weight room. I think he'll be a guy that that really makes a big splash next year at training camp and preseason. Um, this was uh, what am I reading here? What's um, I, I, I'll I'll get to the point about the about my my opinion about play by play. Sorry, Chris. Chris tried to give me a, something on on the stats here, but but I'll say this about play by play. I mean about the um uh taking the ball. Um, you know the the cow. I mean Cowboys. I, didn't the 49ers, I mean didn't the Seattle win the toss? That's why I just sent okay. you. Okay, okay. Sorry, you. It, it's a paragraph. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The the Seattle Seattle won the toss, so they 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 got the ball um to start the you know and, and it was the Cowboys. You know, the, the Cowboys scored with, what, a minute and a half to go? I mean, Seattle came down in the second quarter and scored, and then they, they get the ball. I mean, that's the key. The key is is that if your other team's going to get the ball to start the third quarter, that you better you better bleed the, the clock and score last. Don't give them any time. Don't give them any of that back-to-back where they get two possessions in a row. And also, score first. Score. I mean, that's that's the key. Um, if 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 the other team's getting the ball to start the second half, you're starting the game. Go score. 
That's that's where you get the extra possession. The extra possession is that you're starting it off, and and you need to do something with it. So, um, I, I yes, I get I I see the whole. We've seen games this year where teams score at the end and then they score again, but that's on the Cowboys. They they they've got to stop them or they've got to get the ball and make sure that they don't give them extra time for that. So, all right, let's uh let's go to a quick break here. Let's go to break here on Cowboys storyline. Uh, we got more calls to take here, more questions. We'll be right back here on Cowboys storyline. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back to Cowboys Storyline. All right, guys, let's get back here to the phone lines. We've got uh, Dylan. He's in Northport, uh, Northport, Florida, right? Yes, sir. You okay. got that. Northport, right. Florida. What's up, man? What's going on? How you doing today? I'm good. What's on your mind? Good. Um, yeah, I just wanted to give you my score prediction. I won't be able to call in tomorrow, so right. I'll give you that. And I want to talk about uh, Jalen Hurts and what Carr said about him on the, the show the other day there. Uh-huh. Um, I know you mentioned it yesterday. So uh, everything he was saying was like it was pretty accurate, except until he had his crazy idea to throw Mariota in there. I mean, Hurts is he's playing hurt right now. He's mm-hmm. got a messed up leg, and you know his game is, is mobile. He's not really a pocket guy. He's not going to stand in there and go through a bunch of progressions. It's, uh, RPO. 
as a first read there, no. Is is the second guy there? If there's a second guy, no. Okay, take off running. Well, he's, he's missing the running element right now. So that's something Dallas has to capitalize on for sure. Um, keep the contain. He's not as mobile as he usually is. And then, like uh, Brian was suggesting uh, on the other show there on the break, uh, just you know, Parsons needs to be rushing up the middle consistently, not the edge. So play contain, send Parsons up the middle, and hopefully you got something cooking there. So so we'll see. Yeah. Definitely. I think I think you're right about that. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think just putting Micah at different spots and just not letting anybody get a read on where he's going to be, I think, is the biggest key when it comes to Micah, which means the other guy's got to move around, too, and those guys have to be flexible. Yeah, 100% yeah. for sure. And good news is our D-line is flexible. I think our, our guys have the ability to yeah. play different positions for sure. So sure. we've got that going for us. Uh, score prediction, um, you know, last week I said the horseshoe was, was going to fall out of their butt and uh, it was all going to come crashing down with the Niners because the Niners don't play with their food, and uh, they didn't. So, um, you know, horseshoe did come crashing out uh, last week. So there's going to be a blowout this week. I think it's going to be something similar. I think Dallas wins handedly, which is uh, I feel kind of crazy saying that, uh, but I, I think Dallas wins by a couple of scores here. It's going to be 34-21. Uh, to 34-21. to 21. All right. Sounds good. All right. That would be man. that would be a fun game if that happens just like that. So, um, all right, uh, let's keep let's keep moving here. Remember the eight 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 five five two two nine seven is the phone line. We got a line open here, so let's get to uh, Las Vegas. Rob in Las Vegas. Hey Nick. Hey Rob, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What do you got? The, this is all to me. The the Philly game is it's on our defense. I mean, I don't want to see if we defer the let Philly come right down and score a touchdown. We've been doing that lately where this defense isn't coming out ready to play or whatever, yeah. and, and then we're down. I'd like to see Donovan Wilson get out of witness protection and actually make a play. I, don't, I have never seen a guy who from last year was so hot to this year, he, I don't even see him on the field. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Dan Quinn just is using him different, but this guy has been invisible the whole year. Yeah. And and I just think, listen, it's not a must-win because it's not the playoffs, but psychologically it is. I mean, they, they hear they haven't beaten anybody. They, they, they hear it because they comment about it. And I just think, listen, you're going to meet these guys maybe again. You have to – and they're in your division. You're at home. You got the hottest quarterback in the NFL. You're 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 rolling and knockwood. You're healthy, so there's no reason not to beat this team. Yeah. And with Jalen Hurts, just don't let him run that quarterback draw. I know they say his knee hurts, but I don't know. When I watched him beat Buffalo, he ran from about 20 yards out. Uh, he still could run. He may not be able to cut, but they run that that quarterback design draw. We got to stop that and and do what the 49ers did. They kind of said, "Listen, we're just going to keep them in front of us." And um, Cowboys should win this game. I mean, this is their time. It, these are the games now. You got to stretch and let and let's go. All right, all right. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I think I, I agree with that. That you know, from a from a, just a mental standpoint, uh, psychologically, you gotta you you gotta have it. I mean, you 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 want you just want like I said before. I think I think the fans want to really see that. I think it's for their own, uh, you know, purposes. That but but yeah, with 
you know, the Cowboys, I think you, you, you need to, we've seen it before where they, you know, they, they play that way. They play with emotion. They, they lost that game to Philadelphia, but they lost in a way that I, I think that it, it propelled them. Um, we haven't, you know, we haven't seen them lose since then. And I, I think that it gave them a little bit of confidence knowing can't beat ourselves. Let's clean up our own game here, and we should be able to beat these teams and beat them soundly. Um, now it gets tougher when you, you know the, the, this group of of schedule here. This this part of the schedule is obviously going to get tougher, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Cowboys need to see it from themselves. I think it's more of the fans than them, but um, but we'll see. You know, right now this is. I don't know if this is a good time to, to, to play the Eagles or not. I really don't. I mean, um, just because we'll see how Philadelphia responds. You know, they lost to the Jets, and then the, well, they win six in a row, seven in a row. You know, so then but they, they got beat pretty soundly the other night. Let's see if they, you know, do they lose two in a row? Do they? I mean, we'll see what they're made up as well. So this is going to be one of those emotional games. It's going to be a really, really intense uh, and, you know, fun game, I think, just because both teams probably feel like they just have to have it. And that's why I have a hard time thinking it's going to be, you know, one-sided or a blowout just because I think both teams are, are desperate sort of in their own way. So, all right, let's go to uh, Armando. He's in Mexico City. Armando. Hi, Nick. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? Fine. First time caller. Well, first time getting through, actually. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey. So, hey, Nick, I want to congratulate you. You have an amazing memory. That's awesome. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Oh. Sometimes I forget what, what the last caller just said, but then sometimes I'll remember a game from 1984. Like, it just it happens like that. So. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been a Cowboys since the middle 70s. Well, we only got uh, Cowboys and Steelers games back in the 70s in Mexico City. Well, actually, in the whole Mexico. So I had a poster of uh, Roger Stovak was my favorite cowboy back then. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I know uh, the teams have to have an international home game every eight years. I think that's correct. You should call Jerry and tell him to come to to Azteca Stadium, biggest stadium. I think we still have the record for an NFL game, over 100,000 people, something like that. Yeah. So it'd be like a a home game, I guarantee that. Yeah. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I don't know how the format works there on on when, you know, when the teams play and and they've changed some of the rules on on how you get an international game. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure the Cowboys would love to go to Mexico City, and I'm sure Mexico City would love for the Cowboys to be there too. That'd be crazy. You know, my favorite Cowboy of all time is uh, official is uh, Jason Witten, mm-hmm. and uh, that play when against the Eagles when he lost his helmet. The fact that you have an actual uh, rule named after you, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, and my, unless you're Roy my, Williams. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's not a good one, but anyway. Right, right. You don't want, you know, some rules you don't want named after you, but yeah, like yeah. in this case, it's cool. Even though it wiped out a cool play, I mean, you'll never see it again. That's what makes it, I guess, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and my, my unofficial is Bill Bates. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they, they used to call him in the Spanish. Uh, Broadcast the local baits, the local the crazy baits, you know. <laughs> yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he the first special teamer to go right. and 
to the Pro Bowl. Right. I think it's the first time ever. I think they, they created a, a spot in the Pro Bowl, uh, you know, not just because of him, but, I mean, he was the first one in the NFC. And, and you know, I think he kind of t- took – he helped take that – to special teams to another level where you know you you really recognize it and they appreciate that that position and he was the first one uh, for the for the NFC uh, to make it. Yeah, well, my just a quick my let's test your memory. My random Cowboys was uh, Glenn Carano, third quarterback before I mean after Roger Stovak and Danny White in the seventies. I don't think he ever took a snap, but I don't. I can't. He did. It. He did. He started a game one time. I, he started one game, oh. I think, against Baltimore, and they won. Um, yeah, Glenn Carano. I know yeah. this. I, I, I know. And 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 when I turned eighteen, my dad sent me a, a, a birthday card, I guess, and said, uh, "Happy Glenn Carano Day." Um, Oh well, yeah. So he was eighteen, and uh, and and I never really played or anything. I think his daughter was uh, a pretty famous MMA fighter, UFC fighter. Um, like maybe like ten years ago or so. Like she was like really really good. Gina, I I, I don't know. I don't follow the sport, but I think his daughter was really good, uh, and you know mixed martial arts or UFC something like that. So anyway, that's what I know about Glenn Carano. Wow. Well. See, you have an amazing memory. <laughs> so, well, I just got right. the line for having me. Thank you. One last thought. Do you think ever Tony Romo gets into the Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor? Yes, I do. Thank you for the call, Armando. Uh, yeah, I think Tony Romo gets into the Ring of Honor. I believe that. Um, a lot of stats, a lot of records, and uh, Jerry loves him. So, you know, his third kid is named Jones. So, you know, <laughs> you're saying, like, I, I think. Not because of that. I think Romo, uh, I think is deserving. Let's don't go down the road of Romo versus Danny White and all that stuff. I, I, I that's a whole other show. Um, but do I think that Tony Romo will get in? I do. I do think he will. All right. Let's go to Kent in Buford, South Carolina. Yeah. What's up, man? Everything. Cowboy. First time caller. All right. Here you go. This might be our first call from South Carolina, honestly. I mean, I was trying to look through the look through the stats, and I don't I don't see another call from South Carolina. So, you know, that's awesome. What do you got, man? Well, I've been a Cowboy fan for since 1966, and uh, I just love the Cowboys. Always will, no matter how they're playing, what they've done. I've seen them do it all. <laughs> awesome. I tell you, I, I love your show, Nick. I appreciate what you're doing. And, uh, I've been watching you for years, too. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Call every day, man. Call every day. Well, I try to, but sometimes I can't get through. But I got through today. I said, Chris, good grief, that's Chris. <laughs> anyway, I, I do appreciate, appreciate what you're doing. That's our first um, good grief uh, on this Cowboys storyline for sure. Good grief, man. <laughs> good grief, that's Chris. That's what I'm going to say. Every time I walk by, I'm going to be like, good grief, that's Chris. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. What What do you think is going to happen in the game this week? I think the Cowboys are going to turn it over on them. I, you know, they played way too good to have not beaten them the last time. And I think with a home field advantage, I think they're going to take them 35 to 35-17. All right. 35-17. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Kent. First caller of the day I had posed this question, and nobody has, has, has mentioned it since, but – if the Cowboys won the NFC championship on the road, would you rather be in Philly or San Francisco? Philadelphia. 
Good I, I hate, I hate, I hate both of them, but you know, Philadelphia fans are so nasty. Sometimes I just, you know, I just that'd be just another spur in their yeah their backside. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it would be pretty yeah. bad. So yeah, but yeah. you know, that, you know, that's, that's that's hard to say. Well, but think of it like this. Be, you know what? I just thought of this. You can you can answer this question really easily too if you just flipped it around. Yeah. What team would you hate the most to win it in AT&T Stadium, San Francisco or Philly? San Francisco. You'd hate that? Yep. See, I think it'd be Philly, but either way, this is kind of bad. <laughs> this is like would you rather get punched in the face or the or the or the, you know, stomach? I mean, like what? This is bad either way. So, uh it's bad either way yeah. you go. You don't want to get beat by those two teams. No, no, no. But that's not the question. The question is winning right. it there. It's a positive question. So, yeah, all right. It's a it is a positive question. Go Cowboys. I hope I hope he gets his seventh seventh and eighth pick sixes. <laughs> nice. That would be great to me. All right. Awesome, man. That would be great. All right. Thanks for the call, Kent. All right, good stuff. Um, Cowboy Mike, he's in Colorado. Cowboy Mike. Yeah, Nick. How you doing? Uh, really a pleasure. To, really good. Great to get on the show. Hopefully you can hear me. I hear um, you. I hear you, man. Is this your first call? First time caller? First First time caller. Yep. Uh, All right. But I've been a, been a Cowboy fan since uh, Don Meredith days back Back in '66, I became a fan. Okay. So, uh, and I'm a season ticket holder, but I live in Colorado, so I'll be there at the game this week. And I've always appreciated your insights. Uh-huh. I think this is going to be a tough game. One on the last series of the game, with our great kicker kicking a field goal to win it. That's my prediction in this game. All right. But uh, um, I really appreciate your insight. I. Always listen to you and Brian Brodus. I think he, you two, give me the best insight. Wow, I appreciate so. that. Thank you so much for for calling and the support. And how are we getting to the game every? If you're a season ticket holder, are we, is this a jet? What what are we doing here? We fly every every no. game. Yeah, no, I drive down some of the times, uh, fly down most of the time. But in a game like this, in which they were back to back home games, yeah. I come down and then I go to Austin. I'm actually calling from Austin because my sister lives in Austin. All right. So, and I just see the back-to-back games. But I've been coming to games for oh, wow. way back in the Cotton Bowl days. Oh wow, that's awesome. So, cool. Yeah. Well, that's great, so, man. Um, pre- great anything great else? Job on the show. No, that's it. Okay. I want to tell you how great a job you do. All right, I appreciate All right. that. Thank you, Cowboy Mike. We got a lot of first-time callers today, and uh, it's good. That's uh, maybe four or five. Uh, eh, maybe not that many, maybe three, but uh, but definitely good stuff. Um, from Cowboy Mike, I love how he, that's his own own nickname here. All right, got a few more minutes here. I think we got uh, at least one open phone line. Um, we've got uh, at 888-855-2297. Um, you can definitely give us a call or send us a text here so we can get this on here in the next few minutes. Uh, we do have one more caller that just called in here, so let's go to that. We got Sam in Albuquerque, New Mexico. How you doing, Nick? How you doing? Good, good. So, hey, I wanted to call and answer that question for me. I've been a Cowboys fan since I was little. I was born in '72, so '75. Godfather got me some uh, pajamas, which were actually Roger Staubach pajamas. So that's my first favorite player of all time. Nice. But going back to '92. We won in San Francisco. We weren't supposed to win. We, they said we were a year away. So sure. I think winning national championship in 
San Francisco would be a great storyline for you guys to kind of wrap that all up. We yeah. would probably have to beat Philly in Philly on the way anyway. So I think that would be great for us unless we can somehow win the division. Yeah. So I think San Francisco is just a great story to be written. Yeah. I mean, I, it, from a historical standpoint, certainly, you know, when you think about not winning uh, in 81 uh, with the catch, you know, and, and losing the right. NFC championship and then coming back and beating them there. And then, you know, the, in the 94, you know, season a couple of years later that down 21, nothing in San Francisco. I mean, there, there's just so many memorable NFC championship games between the Cowboys and 49ers. So that would be, uh, that would be awesome in its own right. And then from just the, just from an intense standpoint, like Philadelphia, um, you know, and the fans can say that, you know, I mean, Chris Beam will be down there with a camera. I don't know. He might not, not, it might not be so much fun, you know, when you're down there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what would happen there. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they would probably get out of there pretty quick though. So, um, you know, the Cowboy fans that are still standing would be there to to cheer it through, but that's a great problem to have if, if, if it gets to that. Um, that will be a lot of fun if that happens. Definitely. And I think uh, score prediction this week, I think we win 31 to 17. I think definitely, uh, I think we just, we have what it takes to get over the Eagles. And I think we proved it the last game, but this game was, I think we're just growing every week. And I've seen the growth and I know you've said it a lot where you just keep hearing it's different. It's different. I told my daughter that my daughter has become a fan the last few years and we go watch every game together. And I told her, I think you're about to see something special because I feel the growth of this team like we kind of did towards the beginning of the 90s that the defense is getting better and the pieces are starting to come together. And I think Mike McCarthy was the best decision for us coming around. So yeah. I know you, a, lot of, a lot of people don't say that, but I really think he's the guy to get it done for us. Yeah. And the staff that we have, all those guys are just amazing. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I, I, appreciate- I appreciate your time. You do an amazing job here. So like everybody else says, congratulations on the new show. You well deserve it. Thank you. Appreciate that, Sam. It's uh, like I said before, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Chris uh, Beam does a great job in really helping me uh, get you guys on the air quickly, and you know, and, and we want to give you guys a chance to, to to say you know what you want to, whether it be a you know a, you know why you became a fan or your favorite player, favorite moment, what you think is going to happen. I know that there's not a lot of uh, platforms to let the fans really kind of you know say what what they think. So that's that's really what the the show's designed to do. I'm kind of here to just sort of drive the bus, and I'm totally fine with that. I'll be a bus driver uh, all day long when it comes to this. So good stuff. Thank you, Sam, um, from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. New Mexico might win this uh, today on on the most uh, different states there. I think we got two callers from New Mexico. That's currently in the lead. Running out of time here. We got Kevin in New Jersey is our next caller. Kevin? Hey, Nick. What's up? I called yesterday talking about my deep-seated hatred of the Eagles. So I just wanted to answer the question that started the show off. Uh, I, I think it's going to be the Eagles, huh? Okay. <laughs> I got. I mean, just to paint the picture. I mean, I'm a Jersey guy. My wife's family's from Philly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My father-in-law is an Eagles fan, and we get together for the games, and he brings this little stuffed football, and he throws it around, and it makes this sound that says, "Go Eagles!" <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's pretty awful. That so hasn't got to be that easy. hasn't it's been easy. accidentally thrown into the garbage. <laughs> I mean that 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 seems like a perfect pass, you know. Go long, deep throw, garbage, trash. Yeah, out. like I said, well, all four of my sons are Cowboy fans. I mean, we're just waiting for for them to win it all. But first and foremost, time out, time out. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Time out. This is your house, and the guy comes and brings a Go Eagles ball uh, to your house. It's family, man. You know. Do you have a dog? 
No dog. Not anymore. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know about in, in the house like that. Okay, sorry. All right, I'm just kind of like, going off. Like I said, Aubrey kicking the field goal to win the game, like the other caller said. That's that's what we want. There needs to be a bet. If you win that game, I get the I get the ball for ten minutes. We'll see what happens. Yeah, the ball is going in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Nick. Good. All right. Good stuff. All right. See you later. Bye. That was Kevin in New Jersey. Probably our last caller of the day. Chris, we got any more calls? We done? Nope. He might be on the phone. Yeah, uh, we did. I accidentally hung up on him. Oh, God, Chris. Sorry, that's on me. Rookie. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. <laughs> it was Danny. All right. Well, that, that's a good – we can end it. Um, this is about the time we, we wrap things up anyways. A lot of good uh, good callers today. Got some good first-time callers. Good question of the day, too. Um, that's what I love about uh, – and that's the thing I regret the most is that Shelby from Virginia called and asked a question, and I didn't get his answer. I w- wish I would have – I mean, that's – that's what we're supposed to do. Figure out, you know, I mean, it's a great question. There's got to be some history behind it there. Should have asked him what he thought. Maybe he can call back tomorrow or send a text question. But anyways, good question there. Who, if you, if you were going to win the NFC championship game on the road, would you rather be Philly or San Francisco? I mean, obviously it doesn't really matter. I mean, that's like saying, you know, you know, when you win the lottery, do you, you know, do you want it in one sum or do you want the, you know, do you want the, the payments? I mean, and it, it, let's, we'll figure it out. Either way, it's going to be pretty awesome. So, okay, good stuff, man. My answer is either. Yeah, uh, either. You know. Chris Beam says either. I Doesn't said either. matter. Either. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's spoken just by somebody that's been here 25 just years. That's never it. won it. So just win it. Yeah, doesn't matter. It'll be in Detroit. I mean, you know, it won't even won't even matter. Doesn't matter either way. No one cares about that. About how you get there. It's just getting there. All right. So for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We will see you tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline. See you. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!